You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's show, we're going to continue on our positional previews. We're going to look at defensive tackles today and we're going to get into what they look like in 2020, how it's going to change in 2021 and kind of dive into the nitty gritty about that position. You'll also get the news and we'll, we'll always, you know, we kick it off that way. But before we get into the news, let me just welcome any of you that are new to Locked On Boston College. My name's AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bolton, part of the Fan Nation and Sports Illustrated Network. I have covered Boston College for years, and this is my daily Boston College podcast where I give you 20, 25 minutes of Boston College discussion every day. My hope is that you enjoy it, you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and that you make this part of your routine, whether it is, you know, on your commute to, to work, if you're at home cooking dinner and you want to listen, if you're exercising, whatever it is, uh, make it part of your routine. And I, I promise you, you'll get some really awesome Boston College uh, commentary and analysis on our podcast. So let's jump into the news. So over the weekend, the big news had to do with women's lacrosse. And I know some of you probably don't care, but I, you have to understand how good women's lacrosse is uh, for Boston College women. You know, they have been in, I believe, back-to-back national championship games. They haven't gotten that elusive ACC title yet, but they are good. And then, you, you know, they, they lose a bunch of their stars last year. And then what do they do? They go out to the transfer portal. They get Charlotte North, who has become uh, transcendent. She's a Tawartan Award finalist, which is given to the best lacrosse player of the year. Um, and she deserves every minute of it. So, I mean, and she should she should win it, honestly, based off of all the things that she has done. So this weekend, the women just played their NCAA tournament games and they were both at Newton uh, and the, the Friday game was against uh, Fairfield and Boston College won 19 to 6 I mean they just annihilated them it, you know it was you know Charlotte North she had another big game uh, she tied the uh, NCAA tournament record with seven goals we'll get back to that in a moment um, but it was so bad that <laughs> you know you, you, you see these games these girls played so well that they had, if you follow uh, football, you remember that Howard game where they had the running clock? They did that in an NCAA tournament game because Boston College was beating Fairfield so badly. So, you know, BC, you know, Jen Majid, I'm going to probably mess their name up, Kara Urbank and Bella Smith all had great games as well. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of, of lacrosse. I'm not a lacrosse player, um, but they deserve credit because they're obviously one of the best teams on campus. And Charlotte North is one of the best players Boston College has had in any sport in a long time. Uh, so that was Friday's game. So they were set to play the winner of UMass and Temple. And Temple snuck by UMass. Now, if you remember earlier this year, maybe you don't, UBC annihilated UMass. I mean, this team is a, is, a, is a juggernaut. They only lost three games all year, BC, to Syracuse twice and UNC, both top four teams. So they're playing these other teams, and 
um, they, they're just killing them. And <laughs> the game against Temple on Sunday was not any better. They beat Temple 21 to 11. And Charlotte North, who I just said tied the NCAA record, broke it in this game with eight goals. Um, you know, when you get a player like this, you know, obviously good defenses, like if you play against UNC and Syracuse are two really good teams, they can shut you down. But she is one of the best. And, you know, if you have not even gotten if you haven't gotten into uh, women's lacrosse I, and I get that you need to check check out her play because she is like, you know, otherworldly. Now, they're going to play against Notre Dame next week, and I believe it's going to be at Newton campus like it was for these last two games. And the games probably will be on ESPN three, just like these last two games. So. Again, I'll get more into it as we get along later in the week. But if you haven't already, check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's just fun to watch a BC team just be so dominant. And I know uh, some people have been asking. I saw it on Twitter a bunch. I'm going to guess there won't be fans allowed. Um, Though, if Charlie Baker, the the governor of Massachusetts, opens up the state, he may give – we may have it by then. I'm not sure. But I know for the last couple of weeks, they haven't been allowing fans. So uh, you might have to just watch it online to get the full experience of the game. There were no other real sports playing on campus during this week. Uh, baseball was off because of finals. They'll return next week uh, to play Bryant, and I think they have another ACC um, series to end the season. Uh, their their um, tournament hopes are gone. I mean, ACC tournament, they're going to probably be done by next weekend. Um, but, you know, the, it's a, been a disappointing season. They're going to probably finish in second to last place just above Wake Forest. So it was a tough year for Boston College baseball and such a shame because they had Sal Freelick, They had Cody Morissette and uh, Mason Pelio, and they just were not able uh, to string together wins against a tough ACC schedule. I mean, when we talked to Dan Rubin earlier this year, when he first stepped in, he said it was going to be a murderer's row of, of games. And he was right. You know, BC had talent, but some of these other teams were returning a lot more talent. Um, and, and it and it showed on uh, in some of these games. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about defensive tackles and you're going to want to talk about we're going to talk about the big boys. So if you're if you're interested in hearing about the big ones up front, you're going to want to hear our talk about the 2020 season version and kind of reviewing what they did. But let's chat about Bet Online first. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the news, odds for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. I know as a Boston fan, if I get my druthers, I am going to put money against the Celtics because I think they're going to get smoked by the Wizards. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news. And make sure you don't sit out. you got to get in on this. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. How can you beat that? Go to Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Now, if you've noticed, if you go to our feed, I've been doing a preview of every position on Boston College, kind of like a end of the spring recap, kind of going over where things are at, where things are going and giving you kind of the the nitty gritty. And that could change as we get into summer. You know, we'll be able to get into uh, discussions and, and, and see like, you know, at summer practice what's going on. Now, interestingly enough, we heard from Boston College what the summer is going to look like in terms of, of press access. It's going to be a hybrid model. You know, anyone who's got kids in school knows exactly what that looks like. So there'll be a lot of... Um, people in in uh, person versus on Zoom, and they're going to do that all year long. Now, as I've said before, I have family situations, so I'm not going to be going to these games. I'm not going to be going to practices because I can't, uh, just for health reasons. And I know everyone has their own things. I'm just telling you 
with you know with my family that's kind of what i have to do so um i will still be at press conferences you'll hear me on zoom calls um and i'll try to get to one if i can um but it, for the most part it, it just won't be feasible for me um and i'll tell you why a little later but what, maybe there's another bigger reason why i can't go and um hopefully i'll fail to tell you guys that soon so Rewind time. Go back to 2020. And we're looking at defensive tackles. And Boston College heading into the 2020 season didn't have, you know, there was a lot of uh, uncertainty about that position. You had TJ Ram coming back, but then you didn't know what was going on. And, and this is right around spring practice, you know. Then Jeff Halfley, he kind of, he, you know, COVID hits. And then buzz hits that they got Chibuzi, or they call him Boozy, Boozy Onwuka from Buffalo, who's a big, stout defensive tackle. They bring him in. And then over the summer, I think at the very end of the summer, uh, the reports come out that they brought Luke Beckett in from UCLA. Or Cal, excuse me. He's from Cal. Um, So they got two defensive tackles to go along. And then, so you get this defensive tackle position. And it's it's one that's been challenged for a while. It's not one that's very deep, um, and there you, you don't have a, a, a consistent playmaker. What what struck me last year with the play of the defensive t- tackles, what Boozy was the big one for me. I thought Boozy looked real good. Now he played, I believe, at a weight of like a two eighty five last year at, at at tackle. So you had him lined up against and with Luke Beckett next to him or Ram. You know these are. Th- two guys that are below 300. So you don't really have that, you know, the, the typical nose tackle, which like, you know, think like, like, like BJ Raji, who was like over 300 pounds and was like a, like a plug up the middle. You didn't have that with Boston college. So there was, you know, you saw good plays. Boozy, I thought had a lot of good plays, um, but you didn't see explosiveness consistently. And, I thought there was a lot of times where they got pushed around a lot. Like there was no surge up front. You didn't have a guy that could kind of, you know, get past the the offensive guy, uh, offensive line and really cause a lot of havoc in the backfield. And I thought that was an issue. The other piece I thought as well was um, against mobile quarterbacks. uh, You know, I'm just going to say this about every position, but up front, I thought that they kind of, they weren't able to ever um, put pressure or keep the quarterback in the pocket so that they didn't make those big plays. And that was kind of on all of them. Now, when you saw the play, you know, Luke Beckett, he, he was, I have to say he was kind of disappointing because I didn't see a lot out of him this year. He had one big play and it was in that Virginia game. I believe he had a sack. Um, but other than that, he really wasn't much of a factor. Like he, you, you expected a guy that came in with a pedigree of a multi-year starter in the Pac-12 to come in and really, you know, solidify the defensive line. It just seemed like he would be a guy that, you know, could do that. Really didn't do it. And to the point where near the end of the year, you saw Beckett playing, but you saw Cam Horsley kind of subbing in a bunch as well. And Horsley was interesting because, you know, Last year, because of COVID, we didn't get a chance to see all of all the spring practices. But my gosh, every single press release that the the the, the press corps got, Cam Horsley was talked about every week or every 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 day. It seemed like Cam Horsley makes a sack. Cam Horsley, you know, strip fumble. Cam Horsley interception. So you saw his name popping up, and he was only a freshman. He hadn't played all that much. So 
you know, the the temptation to really jump and say, hey, this guy should play was definitely there. He he got in there, but you didn't see the explosiveness that you thought you might. And again, this is, you know, practice is different. You're getting Cam Horsley against maybe the second team offensive line or against the scout team and things like that. It's a little bit different, but you were hoping that maybe like he would be the future because you get a Boozy and TJ Ram. They're both seniors. You're just expecting like, oh, they're going to kind of play out. You can get Horsley in, kind of give him some of those reps so that he gets himself ready for that next level. Um, So it kind of ended with that. And, you know, so the end of the season happens. And right now, you know, at the you get to, you know, the bowl season. There's no bowl because the players all choose not to go. And that was great. Now, Beckett goes off and every other player gets an extra year. So you're you're left waiting to hear back if Boozy's coming back, if Ram's coming back, because they're both seniors. They could just technically peace out and that would be the end. And then, oh, man, that would be a, a little bit of a, a rough start up front. Um, the other player that left was Bryce Moraes. He was a senior as well. He was more of a death player, but he, you know, he was, he was on the two deep. So you see this defensive line kind and especially the defensive tackle position ready for the 2021 season. And we're going to get into what that looks like in just a moment. But let me tell you about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar yet, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's 100% covered in chocolate. They've got nine great flavors, and they've got these specialty flavors. I'm telling you, if you sign up on BuiltBar.com and you order some, they'll tell you all about the new ones, and you got to try them. I just tried uh, strawberry cheesecake. I have a whole box of those, and chocolate uh, brownie almond chunk. I mean, they're they're delicious. They're just delicious. And the best part is they're good. They're, they're they have great healthy profiles to them. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams net carbs. You're not gonna beat that in a bar. And the best part is they're yummy. They're really good. So all you need to do is go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, go to Locked uh, Built Bar and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. This is Locked On Boston College. We're going to talk about the 2021 defensive tackle position in just a moment, but uh, there's, a, there's a few little business items I want to get into first. First of all, if you have not done so already, I highly encourage you, if you like what I do, head on over to BC Bulletin and sign up for premium. It's a dollar for the first month. It's $60 for the entire year. How are you going to beat that? You get access to all of my recruiting news, and I put up some great stuff this weekend you're not going to want to miss. You're going to get access to Sports Illustrated's archives, Sports Illustrated, SI All-American, any site you want to think of. We're getting uh, bulletin uh, forums soon. We're having commenters just for, for um, premium members. You're going to want to check all that out. And it's only 60 bucks for the year. You, you should definitely check that out. Um, and the other piece is until we get the forums, I am going to – I have already started up a dis, uh, Discord channel. And now I'm learning what that is. But it's a way for me to give you um, – all the, the latest news. So if you're not if you're not aware of what a Discord channel is, it's like a chat room basically, right? And I can go in there and just give you you know for exclusive members recruiting tidbits. And I have stuff. I have I have transfer news that I can't get into that I'd love to to be able to kind of hint at. But you have to get out to the Discord channel. So if you've already signed up. Um, let me know. You can always DM me and say, "Hey AJ, I signed up uh, today. Can you give me the Discord channel? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put it up on the website. But make sure if you get it, all you have to do is download the Discord app. Uh, go on to our website, which I'm gonna put up later today. And click that link, 
and it's in. It's just like a cha- it's like the AI. It's kind of like an AIM chat room, basically, but with lots of different people asking questions and talking. So it's another exclusive deal that you'll get as part of a member of BC Pre- Bulletin Premium. Um, and it's a great way to show how you, uh, you know, that you appreciate my work because I don't off. I don't ask for money to do this, but I give you BC News all the time. So just, that's just one little piece. The second piece was more. It's not about new. It's not about business. It's more of a funny story. And I know you guys like me telling stories. So here you go. So, you know, I've told you before that I listen back and listen to my shows to hear like my nuances to see if I'm doing things that I find annoying. And believe me, I find things about myself annoying all the time. I mean, I've told you before when I called recruit, I I noticed that I was constantly calling football players, kids hated that um, saying, talking about all the time. I I just little things like my nuances that I want to fix about myself. And so Last I, uh, two weeks ago, I bought like a really high class um, podcast mic, like really nice because I had a good one. But this one's like real nice. And I wanted to invest in something good because I'm doing this every day. This is like episode 141, I think, of doing Locked on Boston College. So I wanted to get something that sounded good. And um, it sounded OK. I used one. Uh, it has like five different um, different um knobs and things on it that you can use to have like different features on it and different sound, uh, the way it picks up sounds. And I was like, Oh, I got to talk to my boss, see which one I should use. So the first week I used it, I used this one that wasn't for podcasts. It sounded okay. I was like, Oh, this is good. But is it worth the money I spent now that my boss is like, Oh, you got to turn it on this one specifically for podcasts. It'll sound awesome. So that last week I did it and I was like, Oh, cool. This is gonna be great. And I listened back and on like the my app that I used to to build my podcast, I was like, oh, this doesn't sound good. What, what you know, it sounds okay, but what's going on? And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what is going on? So I look up online how I'm doing it, and it, like with a podcast, the mic like aims at one direction, right? So I apparently had the mic aiming at the wrong direction, so it was like shooting away from me, and it was getting all this like weird like reverberations and things. Now my wife tells me that's a really AJ thing to do because I I constantly I'm I'm bad with a little attention to detail things, and you know my executive functioning sometimes is a little scattered, uh, but. That's why, like, if you listen to Thursday and Friday's episode, you're like, what the hell? He sounds like he's in a tunnel. That's why. So I fixed it today. Got it all done. My mic's facing the right direction, and hopefully I sound better. So just a little quick story. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, back to the defensive tackles. Now, looking at the the depth chart, and you're going to see, like, oh, it's a lot of the same names. Now, obviously, Luke Beckett is gone. Brace Moraes is gone. So those are two guys that were on the depth chart that weren't, that are leaving, but you know, again, as I said, Beckett was, an, I don't really think of him as a big loss, a nice player. And it was a nice addition, but he really wasn't a game changer last year. You have TJ Ram and you have Chibuzi and Wuka up front. Now, the biggest thing that I noticed and Jeff Halfley brought it up at his press conference is that the players had gained weight and had kind of muscled up over the offseason because they were actually able to work with Phil Matus and the strength staff. It sounds like Boozy is almost up to 300 pounds, which there you go. You got your little plug. He's a little bowling ball. I mean, he's shorter. Um, so he's going to be, he's going to be bigger. And that's a big, that's a good sign. I, I, I love nose tackles and defensive tackles that are uh, bigger. And so you get that up the middle. Ram, I'm excited that he gets a chance to play. I, you know, in 2019, I thought he was he had bursts of explosiveness. He showed some, some ability. And I thought I kind of got kind of bummed that he didn't get a chance to, to do that more last year. So hopefully he gets to play more, but if he doesn't in, you know, maybe I'm missing something watching his film, 
Cam Horsley, I think, will be an excellent defensive tackle. Um, and I'm excited to see where he ste- he continues to progress. Because, again, the spring we're getting, you know, um, you know, uh, press releasings on how they're doing at practice. And again, Horsley's all over everything. So um, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. But after those guys, so you got your, your, um, your core defensive tackle group. What happens after that? A name that I want to watch for, and I'm not sure where he's at is Isaiah Henderson. So back in 2019, he's, you know, he's a uh, defensive tackle from New Jersey and there was so much buzz about him, um, both from the staff and from some of the scouts I've talked to, about what he could do. Now, 2020, I believe he was hurt, but uh, but again, because we can't see anything, I don't know what his injury was, but I believe he missed all of last year. Now, he's back. I, I mean, I think he's going to be back. And if he is and he's ready to go, he could be a nice um, depth player there. I don't know how far up he could push to, to either get, you know, starter minutes or, or play in situational football, but he's a name I'd like to watch for. And then there were two freshmen that are, that are interesting as well. And that would be uh, Owen Stoudemire and Nigel Tate. Now, neither of these guys have stepped foot on campus yet. Um, but N- Nigel Tate specifically is one that I've watched his game film in high school and he is going to be a, a difference maker. Like you, you line him up in the future. It'll be Nigel Tate probably and Cam Horsley. And that's an athletic defensive tackle pairing that could cause a lot of problems. Um, he's big. He can move. He, he's all over the place. Um, I don't think, I just don't think, you know, with a guy that, that, that size that he'll play right off the bat, especially when you have, experience depth at that position he probably won't be there yet but that that the thing with football is anything can happen right you don't want to think about injuries but you know the injury rate in football is 100 percent for a reason so anything could happen like a fluke injury something could happen in a game or practice and then another it's the next guy up and that could be studmeyer it could be nigel tate it could be isaiah henderson so I, you know, when you're looking at, and I've said this on each position, so if you haven't listened to all our positional previews, go back and check them out. I kind of dive into the players and what they could bring. Um, oh, and then there's Chris Banks as well. I apologize. I almost forgot Chris Banks. Chris Banks is the defensive tackle from Rutger, uh, from Temple, excuse me. Interesting kid from New Jersey who originally committed to Boston College back in 2018, I believe it was, under Steve Adazio, then decommitted and ended up at Temple. He's back, um, and you know he's he's been practicing, so he's another guy that could get some um, some playing time. So he's one that I I don't know what he'll do, but because um, I, I he's another kid, I just need to see him at practice or hear more about him. Uh, but he's there as well. So like every position, I'm going to give you the strength, the area concern, and my prediction for the defensive tackles. So their strength, returning talent, right? You have two starters coming back that have played extensively for Boston College. I think that's a big deal. And I think Chibuzi and Wuka, I'd love to see in this system what he can do for a second year because I think he's a real strength. I think he's a real asset. Um, and I was really impressed with what he was able to do last year. I wouldn't consider him like, a, you know, I think he was a, a little above average at defensive tackle, but I think he's, he could go even more. And I think this year could be that that year for him. So um, Wuka will be my um, my my area straight. My my biggest concern is that second defensive tackle position. Uh, now with with uh, Beckett gone, what will Ram look like if he's given snaps all the time? 
Or will it be Horsley? Or will it be Chris Banks? Who knows who's going to play that position? Uh, but it's an important one. You 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 need you know a solid front line. So what can they do? And my prediction for this group is I believe that Cam Horsley will be the second defensive tackle. That's my prediction right now. And I think by the end of the year, Chibuzi and Wuko will probably end up third team all ACC. That's my, my prediction. Um, they will improve... They won't be explosive yet, um, but I don't think of them as a, a area uh, that will be a deficit for them. I think they'll be solid, but they won't be game changers. So that's my prediction for the defensive tackle. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Head over to Twitter at LockedOnBC. Let me hear your thoughts. You can find me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you do, let your friends and family know about this. Say, hey, this is a great podcast, Locked on BC. Here's how to find it. Here's how to listen. I hope you enjoy it too. Um, and I want to thank you all. And if you're any of you guys are seniors at Boston College, I think it's uh, senior week coming up. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, have a lot of fun. It's a week that you'll never forget or never remember. Um, and uh, have a good time. And I will see you all again tomorrow's show where we are going to look. We're going to kick it off on the offensive side and we're going to look at running back. So check it out then. So this is AJ Black. And if you like this podcast, check out some of the other podcasts. I've talked about my co-hosting on Locked On ACC. You can check that out. But also check out Locked On Today. Can the New York Mets follow in the New York Knicks footsteps? That's the cue of the day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, this This is AJ Black. I'm heading out. Have a great Monday, everyone. See you all again soon.